Blog Talk Radio. This is Barbara Calvano, your host of Let's Ask the Angels on Blog Talk Radio, Saturdays, most Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time. And to ensure that you know when I'm live, please follow me here on Blog Talk Radio or even at my website, B Calvano Coaching. And that way you'll know when my next live show is. And you can always listen to replays here on downloads at Blog Talk Radio, and also on iTunes at Let's Ask the Angels. And if you're new to listening, thank you, welcome, and those who listen regularly, I really do appreciate it. Um, I am an angel intuitive, um, certified by Doreen Virtue, and also have taken many of her other courses. And then I have experience of taking many courses on creating breakthroughs in your communication, relationships, and personal development here in the New York City area for about 30 years, actually. So I combine those two um, educations, and I use that in my coaching. And I do one-on-one visits here in New York City or even online, Skype, FaceTime, Google Hangout, Zoom, and even telephone. So if you're interested in finding out about getting a personal service, you can do that also at my website. So as I do each week, I'm going to share the upcoming messages starting for Monday, and then I'm going to share my short topic and then take your listener calls pretty much at the halfway mark of the show. Oh, and a brief announcement. This Thursday in New York City, I will be having my angel circle, my very first one in a long time. It's something I want to do ongoingly, monthly, and it's a gathering, it's a forum, it's a opportunity for healing, meditation, insights from the angels. I'm going to do readings and also some coaching. So these are to provide um really some, an opportunity to, as I see, to ignite. That's the word I'm looking for, to ignite your life. Many of us um, could use that distinction, something that's just going to light our fire, basically. And as I've had the opportunity of having, like, a certain reading from um, a teacher. And when I've taken the actions on that one reading, my life has turned around. And that's where we go into my short topic that I'll begin and intertwine with the upcoming messages because I just pulled some cards for the week and they just go right along with the topic. It's courage and compassion. 
I was looking at the New York Times this morning, just briefly, and I saw an article in the magazine section, and it said, Dear reader, will the world become more or less chaotic? And they did a survey with about 3,000 people, subscribers, and they asked the question, 100 years from now, will the world be more or less chaotic? 51% of the people said more chaotic. 9% said less chaotic. And 40% said pretty much the same. And it dawned on me that, you know, I've been lucky, but I also have done a lot of work to help me see that I have a choice in my perspective. And that's also the, you know, in alignment with courage and compassion. It takes something to want to have the world be better, to have your life be better. Even I had read this this morning also from Marianne Williamson. It takes courage to endure the sharp pains of self-discovery rather than choose to take the dull pain of unconsciousness that would last the rest of our lives. This is so good. I'm going to repeat it. It takes courage to endure the sharp pains of self-discovery rather than choose to take the dull pain of unconsciousness that would last the rest of our lives. If you're listening today, either live or on rebroadcast, I'm going to assert that you have a pull that you're drawn to self-discovery. You're drawn to perhaps living a life that is more awake than the one that you've been living. Or, and that was part of my journey, and a journey that I wrote about and spoke about in a talk that I did in April that's turning into a book and a presentation I'll do again. It's like what I went through to get where I'm at today at 63 years old, and I still feel like I'm only at the midpoint of my life, and I wouldn't have felt that way back in my 20s, that 63 would seem young to me, but that's how I feel today. Now, and another thing happened last night combined with everything I'm thinking about, courage and compassion. It takes courage to live a sober life, to live a life where you're willing to feel everything, especially at a time when there is somewhat chaos. There's chaotic things happening. I learned at once lucky to take a course that allowed me to see things differently and not just see things differently. It helped me see that I had choice. I had choice in the matter of my life. Now, what does that mean? It means that a lot of things had happened to me. And if I were to sit down with you, I would say, well, this is a story of my life. This happened, and this, this is what one person said to me, and then this happened, and this happened, and then this happened. And a lot of us look at our lives that way, that it's this story. Some of the stories are great, and some of the stories are not so great. And unfortunately, as human beings, we tend to cling to a lot of the stories that weren't so great, and we repeat them. We repeat them to other people. We repeat them when an astrologer tells us, oh, and this is your chart, and this is what happened. And you go, yes, that's what happened. And you can see how we can just repeat a story that wasn't so great. And we kind of feel like we're in this like cycle, like we're in this the washing machine. We keep going round and round and round. And is there a way out? You know, is there a way out? And we often search, we can search through reading, philosophy, different religions, books, we can just search, or we can even go to our temples, our churches, our ashrams and search. And then, and we're looking, what is the meaning of life with all this chaos? 
and I'm leaving my yoga class last night, and this one gentleman that was in my class it said, uh, do you do Bikram also? Because we took a different type of class. I said, yes, I do. He said, well, you know, I really like to get high when I take class. And I'm like, okay. I said, you're in your 30s. He said, no, I'm in my 40s. I go, well, okay. I think he missed what I was trying to say. But the fact I got that even people, and I'm not judging them so much as making an assertion, I'm making, um, how do you say, a statement, that that. Even in taking a yoga class, which will bring up emotions for you because that's kind of what it's supposed to do, and that's what life is also, but even in this class, it's supposed to heal us. This person's choosing to take something, to take the edge off of the feelings, and that'll be another conversation if I meet him again in the elevator. (laughs) I'll say, you know, I'll just talk to him about some of my ideas about healing and yoga. So what I'm getting to is that it takes courage to face your feelings in this life. It takes courage to say, I'm willing to do this self-discovery. Whether you are a CEO of a company or you're the workers um, below him or her or or you, wherever you are in your life. It takes courage and it takes compassion. The ability to say, you know, I'm going to be easy on myself with this journey. But most of us don't do that, especially today with social media and the Internet. Everything's so fast. You know, things are brought down to 140 characters in a tweet. Um, Everything, information passes so quickly. So we can be inundated by a lot of information, some of it great and some of it not so great. So it takes something takes courage to say no to that which is causing you more chaos in your life, feeling down, feeling numb, feeling depressed, feeling angry. Those things may be something that you're going to say no to versus saying yes. I'm going to say yes to some more self-care. I'm going to say yes to saying no to those people. No, it is a yes to say no. You know, I'm going it takes courage and it doesn't happen automatically. I'm 20, um, 26 years sober and it took something. I had a spiritual awakening in the first five years, which made it a lot easier, but there was a lot of emotions being released. So it takes courage to say, I want a better life. I want a better income. I want the world to be better for everyone, fairer, equal, less abuse for children and animals and women, the whole thing. It takes courage to face your heart and to really let yourself sit in those feelings. So that's one of the reasons why I am a proponent of coaching or counseling, but also some courses. Some courses are extraordinary. And in my 30s, I took many courses here in New York City, and I talk about having spent about 30 years because what I saw was I transformed from being a really shy, self-hating person, self-doubting, totally lacking in self-esteem. I made such poor choices because I couldn't even see who I was, even though I came from making the straight A's, doing everything right when I was growing up, you know, thinking that that was going to make all the difference. But I learned it was like putting icing on a mud pie. 
if you don't deal with those feelings in within you and the stories, which are basically things that have happened and we have a certain way of looking at things. And if you find the right teacher, counselor, coach, you might even see a whole new way of looking at something that we made, you might have made as a problem, block. Like I couldn't talk to my parents anymore, my father anymore, my mother anymore after this happened. And so it's been 10, 15 years and you haven't, or even five years. I could never forgive this person because this happened. And it's been one year, two years, five, 20 years. You and I even know families that have situations that have happened and it's generational. Oh, we don't talk about uh, uncle so-and-so because this is what happened and this is what happened and this is what happened. And it happened a couple hundred years ago. And we repeat these stories. Do we ever stop and say, are these stories accurate? Perhaps this The person went left, went right, two steps forward, four steps backwards. What I learned was that if you put another person in the same situation, they may have had a completely different story about what happened. An example is is if your mother had told you when you were younger, don't forget to put your sweater on. Don't forget to put your sweater on. You're leaving the house. Don't forget to put your sweater on. Don't forget, forget to put your sweater on. And to the point where you're thinking, could you please stop it already with the sweater? You know, it's like, just stop it. And we all have some little thing that someone had said to us. And usually as a parent, what we saw was it was a nuisance. It was nagging. Why are they saying this? But underneath it, there's another conversation, another communication. And underneath it, what the mother was trying to say is, I love you. And that was their way of saying what they said. And so what I'm trying to say today is that it takes courage to say, I am tired of hating someone. I am tired of being disconnected with a family member. I'm sick and tired of feeling like I am not really sharing my full potential in my life right now. There's a sense of rock bottom, which I experienced in a sort of a depression back when I was um, 35, when I first got married. And I quickly got some help because I said, these feelings and thoughts are really not who I am. I'm just having the thoughts. And I'm sharing with you because you may be having some thoughts that are not really who you are. You're just having thoughts that are random. They're like shooting through your brain. Now, I am not a licensed therapist, but I have helped people to guide them to find one or to help people the actions that they can take so that they can get into some momentum in life, some velocity and enjoy being alive right now, even in the midst of chaos in the world, because this chaos is not going away. You know, if we, we are going to wait until we have the situation in Washington, DC, the white house to be fixed, then, you know, (laughs) We don't know what I'm trying to say is that don't put off your life for a situation to get better. And the process of dealing with that, which which you don't want to deal with, process of doing life, becoming a better leader in your company, becoming a better 
partner in your relationships, becoming just a better citizen of the world, the process of doing it is the process of life and how you're going to learn how to do it. There's no answer to how to do it. Most of the readings I've done with hundreds of people, now probably a thousand, are do it, go, take the action, allow the angels to help you. There is no easy way to get out of the end result of life is death. You're going to die, I'm going to die. So what I've come to learn and why I have this radio show is to teach people to use the angels and God. God, who, and her, however you worship God, higher power, source, the innate. We all have something we want to do while we're living. And one of the things that we really want to do, we may not even know because it's so buried in our heart, is to make our relationships better with those that we really love. The first two, our parents. And ultimately, all of our other relationships, our, our love relationships, our work relationships, all are going to be a domino effect, a reflection of our relationship healed or unhealed with our parents. It's not great news for some people. And when I learned that, I mean, I literally left Ohio to come to New York City to kind of get away from my parents, to give a little distance. I just needed that little bit of distance so that I could breathe. That's what I felt. And now, after I did the work and the healing, I can't wait to see them. The way I interpret who they were in my life shifted and changed. They were no longer the people that I blamed for my suffering and struggles. Because I could look back and see that as a child, yes, this situation wasn't the best, Perhaps they could have made better decisions, but it all came from love. Or if they were depressed or angry, that was their depression and anger, not mine. But I had chosen to take it on. So I'm asserting that it took me 30 years to get to the crux in the matter of some of these things. I'm asserting there's a different energy in the world right now. I mean, I know it. You can go on the internet and your computer and Google things. Immediately you can get answers. You have access to videos of all kinds of healers and teachers. Immediately. We have access to the most profound information ever that has ever been available on the planet. And at the same time, we seem to have a really high rate of depression. Illnesses that are born from stress going hand in hand. So the good news is if you allow yourself to be empowered in your life, taking the courage, having the compassion for all those who have hurt you and betrayed you, and even compassion for yourself in a way you've never given compassion to yourself. Forgive yourself if you haven't gotten onto those projects and gotten onto those things that you know really, really matter to you and touch your heart. If you can compassion, have that compassion to say to yourself, no, I didn't have the courage to leave that situation. You know, I remember just recently watching a Seinfeld episode, and there's a gentleman, his name is Banya, that's the character. And the character, his name is Steve, Hitner is his uh, real name, 
I worked with him as a waiter back in the early 80s. He was the nicest guy. And watching and knowing that he um, followed his dreams and became a Hollywood actor and also somewhat of a famous character on the Seinfeld show. What I'm trying to say is that in those years when I was a waitress, I was still doing my painting, my art, but I knew I was waiting. I was a waiter. I was waiting for my life to happen. And I knew it. And it bothered me. And at night I would drink over it. Not enough to totally incapacitate me, but enough to cut the edge off and numb the pain. And then later when I was an actor, I was in the background a lot. I'm in the background of many TV shows and films. And I knew this was not my destiny to be in the background. Did I want to be in the foreground as a leading actor? No, that's what I discovered. I'd rather be doing my life purpose, making works, creating um, media that really makes a difference for people. So what I'm trying to say is I've gone through a lot. I've done all of that. But it took courage and compassion for myself to say, who can help me? And what steps can I take that I know scare the daylights out of me? Most of the best things that that have ever happened to me in my life totally had me shaking in my knees, my hands sweaty, getting married, being classes at the age 40. You know, doing things that scared me so much. Getting on stage in April and talking about the 40 years of my life in New York City. What happened in those years. The paintings I made that showed the emotions of what I went through. Through alcoholism, homelessness, and abuse. Yep, I just said it all. I've never done that before. Little bits and pieces I do on my radio show. So what I'm trying to say is it takes courage and compassion to live an awakened life. Yes, we need to meditate, we need to write crystals, the essential oils, we need to smudge, we need to do the clearing. Yes, that's going to help us. The main thrust is going to be your heart open. Know that you can't die from your feelings. Angels the saints tell them that. The uncomfortableness of, of reliving a horrible situation under the guidance of the right person to help you can let it go. I had a horrific thing come up after I got sober. Many of us who had used alcohol and drugs, we got into it so we could cover up something horrible that had happened. I didn't know. The angels and God will reveal them when the time is right. Then know that when the time is happening, you can breathe and know that the angels are with you, surround you. You can call them in and you can release there's trauma in our tissues. For many of us, it's this life. And for some people, they're able to access the past life. I focus mostly on the, on the first life, except the cases where we need to revoke and cut vows of poverty, chastity. Those two remain, because many of us made these vows, and they're strong. They keep us in the situation of being broke or having a sense that money is bad or even that sexuality is bad and we don't have great relationships with people. So going in a lot of places today, but this is what I was guided to talk about. Now, the reading for the week, I was guided to use, again, the Angels of Abundance Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue and Grant Virtue, her son. 
And this is a really beautiful deck. And an abundance is not just money. It's energy. It's joy. It's love. So the very first card is attracting, not chasing. And this is for the whole week. You can see how all the cards tie together. Anything or anyone you chase after will run the other way because of the fears underlying chasing energy. Instead, attract what you need by sending out love, gratitude, and a welcoming energy. Now, this is especially for those of us who are looking for that special person or even that special job, the angels are saying. You know, if you can feel that you have got nervous energy about it, most likely you're sending out that fear. You can only be in two places at one time, in the state of love or in the state of fear. Yep, it's not easy, but again, take a moment and notice, are you in a state of love or in a state of fear? One of the things that really helps people who tend to be in fear and anxiety a lot is to get off of caffeine. Because the caffeine is an energy that is basically artificial. It can make you feel anxious. And anxious anxiety ties in with fear. Pretty simple. Some people think, well, you know, herbal tea, chamomile tea is going to make me boring. I'm going to feel like nothing's happening here. You know, I need my adrenaline rushed and pumped. I need that Red Bull feeling. Just take it on and practice if you feel that that's for you. That's, that's something that you could actually Um, take on so sugar also sugar can make you feel pumped up your adrenaline your body is artificially being ramped up and that also is the same state as when you're in fear so take notice if you know that that's something you need to let go of and cut back on the next message for the middle of the week is unlimited ideas your mind is one with God's infinite mind therefore You have complete access to unlimited ideas guaranteed to bring blessings. All you need to do is to take divinely guided action to allow these ideas to come to fruition. I'm going to say it again. Your mind is one with God's infinite mind. Your mind is at one. Therefore, you have complete access to unlimited ideas guaranteed to bring blessings all you need to do is to take divinely guided action to allow these ideas to come to fruition i talk about this book a lot you can heal your life by louise hay in it there are scripted affirmations and affirmations work if you take the actions that you were divinely guided after you say these words Most of us are not even aware of so much possibility. So when we are at one with God and God's ideas are our ideas, you can see if we just could be peaceful with that and really trust it and have faith with it, we could move mountains in our lives. We could leave that job that's driving us nuts, that we are so... um, just doing because it pays the bills. Not telling anyone to quit a job right away, responsibility, but know that you can shift. I shifted from those horrible 
waitressing jobs. Sometimes I was working three at three different restaurants to pay my bills to pay for living in New York City in a studio apartment. No, I went from really struggling and having uh, relationships that were all the wrong one and just so much drama, the drama. I, I mean, I don't even recognize that person. The shift came when I got connected to, to there's unlimited possibilities in this world. What's keeping me from accessing them? What's keeping me from being someone who could have more freedom, more fun in life, more Abundance, so I can give to others and not feel like I'm a hamster on a wheel. So if you get an idea and you've been getting the repetitive message to make a move in your life, a change, it's time to follow it and know that the universe will support you. The whole spiritual journey is about taking, hearing the guidance, saying yes to it, And then we're going to struggle. You are going to struggle. That's what we do as human beings. We're going to struggle. Do I really trust this or don't I trust this? You know, back and forth, back and forth. That's what we do. But as long as we have the intention and practicing the swadhyahara, which is like a Sanskrit word for the coming off the tongue of your mouth, you get to say how it's going to be. Just like the referee who's, you know, refereeing a baseball game. The baseball comes across the plate. He says, whether it's a ball or a strike, he says how it's going to go. And that's us also. We can say how life is going to go. And it's going to take practice. It's going to take practice. You're going to not believe it. You're going to lose your faith, but you're going to get back on. It's a back and forth. It's a real dance. And maybe it's because I was a trained dancer and I lived with a man who was an athlete before. We know about repetition and practice. And I love it. I love the repetition of yoga. When you know that the practices, the practice of life itself is going to give you the answer. It's not the answer. It's the practice of doing life, of falling off the wagon and getting back on. You know, it's really the dance. So the next message for the week is clearing debts. Your self-care involves removing the heavy burden of financial and emotional debts from your life. You already feel lighter and freer just by facing this topic and making a plan to clear present obligations and avoid future ones as well. This goes so perfectly with what I'm saying. So it says, even if you face the fact that I know for based on who I am and my education and what I've experienced in life, I'm sure not being paid what I should be being paid in this life, in this workforce, just by facing it, not by complaining. Complaining would just be telling somebody, yeah, 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 yeah. And you can see that's basically about, you know, a bunch of wasted <laughs> you know, energy But you get. I am certain. I'm clear that this is what's happening. You can feel it in your solar plexus when you say this. That begins. It's like facing the truth, getting real. That begins a process. God and the angels are actually sitting idly by. What do you want us to do? How do you want us to help you? And they will send you messages and guidance. They'll tell you to go take this course. They'll tell you to read this book. They'll tell you to talk to this person. But if 
we cling to our stories. But every time I try to do something, it's hard or it doesn't work or I get rejected. Yeah, you will. That is part of life. You will get rejected. Your emotions will be hurt. You will be betrayed. You are, you know, people will disappoint you. But learning to be like an angel, to be like God, however the practices you do, and I teach some of these myself, learning to cut your cords on a daily basis, and learning to vacuum the energies, the lower energies out of your body and your environment. These are practices that you can do. But you can learn. You can ride this wave of life and not be needing to walk around like, I wonder who's going to hurt my feelings today. I wonder if, you know, I only say this and I laugh because I've been that way. And for pretty much I don't do this anymore, but I can catch myself. I can have compassion. I can have the courage to just acknowledge again, who am I? Who am I going to be? What is my intention? Your intention could be to be unstoppable. Your intention could to be pure love and grace in the face of breakdowns in the world. You get to say, you get to say. And when you take this stance of being really married to your self-awareness, married to your commitments, you shed this light on your whole family. You, can, you will see the family members shift. Your work environment shift just by you and I taking on this mission of being aware. Not everybody will choose this in their lifetime. Not everybody will have the courage or the compassion with themselves to choose that they really are a master, that they are made in the image of God and the angels. Not everyone will. And that's their choice, perhaps in another lifetime. But if you have the tiny bit of desire to master your life, to bring that excellence that you know you can do, you remember, you just feel like there's just a lot of stuff in your way. All it takes is the willingness, the willingness to have that peace. So I don't come on the show and even when I do readings and say, so how are you feeling today? For the most part, most people are feeling pretty crappy. You know, in this world, I, I, I met two Jesus missionaries recently, and I love Jesus. So I'm at a point today I can just say thank you for sharing Jesus's message. But I'm in New York City, and I have these, uh, this one woman who was really being vehement and, and kind of angry and saying, repent or you're going to go to hell. Repent. You need Jesus or you're going to go to hell. And I went up to her and I said, you know, I think we all could use Jesus as our friend Um, regardless of our background, because Jesus is beautiful Christ energy, and he can be help for anyone. But if you tell people that they're going to go to hell, they may not take it so well, because for many, many people, they're already feeling pretty bad. But if you shared some lightness, some joy, just by being yourself who has found the Christ energy, some people may actually be attracted to that. Like, what do you have? What, what's with you? So I shared that. And I never would have taken the time to have that conversation before because I was so nervous. So even here, I'm talking to you, saying the word Jesus. But for me, I can do that today because I have the freedom, feel freedom 
And I didn't feel that before. So this week, attracting, not chasing. Watch if you are attached to the outcome of something. And how do you know you're attached? You feel nervous. You just feel that anxiety. And we can ask the angels to help us, especially Archangel Michael. He can be by your side at any given moment because he's holographic in his form. And he can cut your cords so that you're not really hooked by that drama. Unlimited ideas are possible on anything that you're looking to solve. Really practice multidimensional thinking. There are so many answers to something versus repeating a story of not enough inadequacies and who and what hurt you. You don't want to dismiss and pretend things didn't happen, but you also want the other side of, am I too much in complaining? Am I going to get help for this particular issue that I've been repeating for my whole life? And would I be willing to hear what even Barbara says or even other people have told me? Am I looking at life with the glass half empty or half full? And then clearing debts. The angels are saying you are already looking at the debts of your life getting better, being released. You're taking care of them. And it's going to bring in more abundance, abundance of higher emotions, of love, and even opportunities. But we can only see them if we are self-aware, if we are woke, if we are awokened. We have to be awake. So that is my bit here. I'm going to now take your calls for readings. And if I do not get to you today, because I have a lot of people here on the board listening, feel free, if you're listening live, to contact me at my website, and uh, send me by email your question. I'll send you a brief audio recording because I speak faster than I can type. Or you can even reach me at B Calvano Coaching on Facebook and message me there your question if I don't um, call on you today. All right, so the very first caller, I'm going to go to area code 916. What is your name and how can I help you today? Thank you for taking my call very much. My Thank name you. is Wendy from Oh, you're Hi. Thank you. Hi. My name is Wendy from Sacramento, mm-hmm. and um, I have 20 years call center experience, 15 years in more of the medical vision industry, mm-hmm. and um, I started a new job with a major insurance company on July the 5th. Uh-huh. Uh, the, next day I, the next day I turned 66 years old, and... So I started about a week ago, and I am telling you that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday was a nightmare Mm -hmm. because I knew I had to really jump on that roller coaster and keep right with everybody from day one, Uh but there were 20 people in the class, one trainer, and Mm -hmm. three people in the class did not have access to critical systems, and I was one of them. Mm -hmm. I was even pulled off my computer and told to sit in a chair at the back of the room so Mm -hmm. I could surrender my computer to somebody who did have access. So I turned to my boss, and I said, may I please start over in August because at this point I'm lagging behind. She said no. Mm -hmm. So... Um, 
anyway, um, I finally got access. I still don't have access to everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a very kind, uh, very beautiful African-American young lady that sits next to me. And okay. she is brilliant. And she has been coaching me in between with the what the teacher's saying. And um, the the trainer said, oh, don't worry, we'll catch you up. Well, that's a fairy tale. So, so Wendy, uh, so what? I need you to like kind of get to the point of your question. What would you like? How can I help you today? Because I got a sense that the well, job is a lot more than you thought it was going to be. So, well, what is the question? Mm-hmm. Well, I I feel like I was gypped because I was not given the training that I was entitled to along with everybody else, and now they're looking at me cross-eyed because I'm lagging behind. So. Um, am I going to make it in this job and keep it? Or out of the blue, I got a call yesterday from another company for release of medical records. It's something totally different for me, not on the phone. I'd be sitting in an office, and people would be come up to my desk, and I'd be at my computer, and I would put in information to help them get their release of records. Okay. I don't even know. If I'd be hard there, or would there be longevity? What do you think is going to happen? Okay, so if you is this the first time you're listening to my show? Yes. Okay, so one of the things I do is I really don't do fortune telling, which I don't predict people's future. Okay, what I uh, coach people uh, with is here you are, you described a situation that wasn't quite what you thought it was going to be, the first one, and then you get a call. You have angelic guidance about something else. Now, you might have some fear about it because you did say it's something you've never done before. And what I'm sensing is, is that that may be your answer right now because what you described is um, a situation that sounds like a lot of other people have a quicker ability to learn the information at hand right now. It's okay to have the courage. My whole show is about courage and com- compassion. You know, can you have the courage to look at it as it is and the compassion also to say, you know, there might be something that would be better for you. I'm sensing is that the second job is could very well be for you. And the, I pulled one angel card, and the one I got was the chariot with Archangel Metatron, and it says an important achievement, self-discipline and willpower, public recognition. I'm sensing that the second job would be better. That's pretty much what the guidance that I see. You know, it all comes down to how do you feel in a situation? If you're not feeling great, we can't blame other people. We really can't. You know, you are. You did ask for coaching from the other person. They're helping you. But also, you've been giving from the universe another opportunity. So well, I would take you. a look I, at this. Yeah. Thank you. I, my perspective is that I didn't have the same opportunity because I had no access for over three days. So the rest of the class had three days to fine-tune the training mm-hmm. for that part, so I'm catching up. So mm-hmm. I, I think I I can do it. It's just that I never got the catch-up training that they had promised. Mm-hmm. So this, this beautiful young African-American lady next to me, out of the kindness of her heart, is helping me, mm-hmm. and they're noticing that too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I need well, you a job. Well, you I have two opportunities. Yeah, you have two opportunities. So you can either get on board. You know, life basically is pretty like black and white. You can get on board with the training, but if the 
you did say something about um, requesting additional training in August, and they said no. All right, you did say that, right? They may they may have a way of looking at you. How do I say? I I I'm an actor also. There are times when I go to an audition and I just don't I don't get the job, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's because I didn't. There are times when I felt cheated because I didn't get the, the script before someone else did or whatever. But there are times when it's just not for me, and I could mm-hmm. complain or I could you know. But there are times I'm sensing from the energy and how you're describing this situation is that it could very well be not the one for you. And the other one, which may not seem as exciting right now could be, but it's going to, you're going to have to really let go of any feeling of a victim or let go of any feeling of um, mostly victim. You got to just totally let it go and be very objective about it. Does that make sense? Thank you very much. I, I think I understand what you're telling me. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate it. And you're lucky. You know, the universe gave you another opportunity. And and sometimes we want one thing because we it's more about us being acknowledged and loved versus are we really right for the certain job for that moment? And sometimes we aren't. And if we really do, if you have the possibility to prove it, you know, you can do that. But I'm sensing with everything that you describe. It may not be the one for you. And that's all right. Mm-hmm. We add meaning to it. Like, oh, this disappointment, this unexpected reaction means something. And in the eyes of God and the universe, it has no meaning at all. But we make it mean something. Right? So I would just have compassion for yourself. Acknowledge yourself for being out there in the workforce at 66. Some people are not. You know, I'm 63. I'm still creating also. I'm just like you. You know, we're, we're still creating, but we can't take everything personally and we have to be objective. And then we also have to know that not everybody will want us and that's okay. Well, I appreciate you speaking to me very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Wendy. Thank you for calling in. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to move on to the next person. Okay, area code 770. What is your name and how can I help you today? Hello, my name is Maddie, and I'm calling from Georgia. And my question is, do you help with dreams? With dreams, I'm not really a dream interpreter, but I might be able to just based on your question. Are you having a certain dream that's repeating, or did you have one recently that you wanted interpreted? I had, yeah, I had one recently the uh, the other night. It was I have um, there's a friend and um, the dream in the dream he and I was coloring. And for mm-hmm. some reason, he thought, for some way of tears, he was crying. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh. And I, and I woke up and I thought, wow, what was that all about? But mm-hmm. the following day, uh, that was Thursday evening I had that dream. But yesterday morning when I woke up, I felt so rejuvenated. I felt good. Mm-hmm. Well, as like, you said, oh. it, yeah. Yeah, I picked up an, uh, a message while you were describing that situation. What I saw was that what I felt when it's one of the ways I received messages from the angels was that these were tears of joy. That there were tears of, of joy that this person found you and that the person could relax so much and be trusting with you and feel so safe with you. And the person's so happy. And that's the, and sometimes we talk to each other in dreams. 
and his spirit was talking to your spirit. That's what I picked oh. up. Oh, that's good to know because I was thinking probably maybe it uh, uh, suppressed emotions. Okay. Well, that's good to well, know. That, that is a, a suppressed emotion also because there are times when many of us, we want intimacy so deeply, and it's not just the physical intimacy. We want to be able to trust someone because we've been hurt so badly in the past. So when yes. we finally find that twin flame or that one, that soulmate, it's as if we've come home. And when we find that, we just cry. It's like tears of joy. Oh, okay. So it is suppressed. So, yeah. So I'm, that's the way you, uh, you describe the energy. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that the, they were actually tears of joy. And perhaps combined in those tears were tears of the past when he was hurt as a child and couldn't trust anymore. But now with your space and your energy, he feels so safe. That's what I feel. Okay, thank you. I greatly appreciate that that message. You're Very welcome. Enlightening. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All Take right. care. Bye bye. Bye. Uh-huh. Okay, the next caller. Let me go to is area code nine one seven. What is your name and how can I help you today? Hello, Barbara. This is Ellen. We've met. Hi, Ellen. Um, I'm Good glad to hear I'm from able you. to talk to you. Yeah. Good to talk you- to you. And you heard that I'm having the Angel Circle in New York City this week. No, I, I don't didn't. know if you heard I've been that. I'm listening to the whole show. No, I yeah, didn't get I, that. I spoke about it in the in the beginning. And if you're on my mailing list, you would uh, receive that information. I do a lot of New York events here. I'm going to have an Angel Circle on Thursday in um, on uh, West 28th Street. All the information is at my website. It's going to be two hours of meditation and healing and angel re- readings. Mm-hmm. And very affordable. I will affordable. check that out. Yes, $24. Yeah, very affordable. So, yes, how um, can I help you today? Uh-huh. If you don't mind, I would just like a general angel message. Okay. I, lots of things have been going on since you and I met. And okay. I hope it's growth, it's progress. Okay. Um, in any, in any way, I would appreciate it. Whatever message the angel is going to give me is something probably I need to hear. Very good. And for, for those who are listening, oftentimes if I have a caller like Ellen and we've worked together before, they know how to, they're still, they're taking actions in their life already. And then they can get what I call like a tweak, you know, a little, a little sh- extra shift of, you know, of energy. Beautiful. So I'm going to just pull this card for you. You know, the, before I chose the card, Ellen, what I felt was keep going, keep doing what you're doing. That's what I heard the angel say. Okay. You know, keep doing what you're doing. I got for you nine of Ariel, which is really, really wonderful. It says your dreams are fulfilled. Hard work leads to great success, a love for the beautiful things in life. So it's really like a very um, beautiful energy of, you know, you've, You've broken through your fear and you're taking actions and just keep moving forward. You know, here's this beautiful a woman riding a unicorn and she's just moving forward. She's just moving forward. So it says your hard work leads to great success. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. And I'll tell you, it's interesting how you use the word fear. 
within the mm-hmm. past month or so, I realized how much fear has played a role in my life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, nev- I just didn't recognize that there were choices mm-hmm. and things. I'm only realizing how many, mm-hmm. how many choices I have just let happen as opposed to actually making the choice. You know, mm-hmm. the choice was made for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. awesome. Congratulations, because that takes something. You stayed. In, you have the courage to stay in the conversation, to stay in the inquiry, and to persevere. And then you had that awakening. That's beautiful. You know, it's not great news to find out how much we missed, but you know what? Knock on wood, we're still alive. We can keep creating. <laughs> you know, we can keep creating. Yeah. You know, so awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I hope to see you on Thursday. We'll check out. Yeah. The Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you for calling in, Ellen. And, yeah, just check my website. You can see all the information there. Okay. So wonderful. So I'm going to go. And as she was talking about that, it is an, an, an amazing moment when we find out, when we find out how much, like she said, how much fear. When I was working with this Chinese mystic healer back in 2000, one of the things I learned was how much anger I had. I knew I, was, I could be angry, but in the work that I did with a lot of meditation and healing and fasting and acupuncture, I learned I had huge amounts of anger to the point I had to do liver cleanses, gallbladder cleanses. You know, that takes a lot of work when you're ready to just really reveal and get on this path of being a healer, a light worker. Enormous amount. But by doing so, I began to let it all go. The anger and the fear. They work together. So it's a, it's a wonderful moment when you find out the bad news, but then you have, as you saw the card this week, unlimited ideas. I had the opportunity to audition twice for Lin-Manuel Miranda of uh, Hamilton, but it was, it was when he was doing In the Heights. I was not a singer, and my manager said, they want to meet you. He wants to meet you, and I'm going, but I don't want to go. I don't sing. This was for In the Heights. I was supposed to play a Dominican woman, and I didn't know how to do those accents. I was new to acting, but they loved my headshot. A year later, again, I get a call from Lin-Manuel. They want to meet you. He wants to meet you. I don't sing. And this is for a Broadway show that got a lot of Grammys. Then later, I had the opportunity to work again um, in the background for the Tony Awards show, and I had a chance to see him, not talk to him, but I got to acknowledge that, you know, in life, there are times I was afraid to, to humiliate myself. Now, how did I take that lesson? You better believe it. If I have an opportunity, I go, I go, I go, I go, even if I don't know which way my head is screwed on to my body, I take the opportunity take it as a story like poor me I take it like you know I was this close to creativity and excellence and I am creativity and excellence that's my intention and that's what I create in the world I don't hold my story as as my baggage I hold it as my fire so that's a little story now I'm going to go to the next caller and again if I don't speak with you today feel free to contact me at my website and email me your question and I will get back to you next week with your mini reading, uh, or you can reach me at my website on a Facebook, Be Calvano Coaching. Message me there your question, and I will get back to you next week. Okay, now I'm going to go to area code 
find out about my services where I give one hour, 45, 30, and 15-minute readings. All right? I love you. I appreciate you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.